0: And for the reading of his word, um, let us all please open our Bibles to Acts chapter 18, verses 1 to 18a. Again, it's Acts chapter 18, verses 1 to 18a. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he met a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla because Claudius had ordered all Jews to leave Rome. Paul went to see them, and because he was a tent maker as they were, he stayed and worked with them. Every Sabbath, he reasoned in the synagogue, trying to persuade Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy came from Macedonia, Paul devoted himself exclusively to preaching testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. But when they opposed Paul and became abusive, he shook out his clothes in protest and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Then Paul left the synagogue and went next door to the house of Titus, Justus, a worshiper of God. Crispus, the synagogue leader, and his entire household believed in the Lord, and many of the Corinthians who heard Paul believed and were baptized. One night, the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision Do not be afraid, keep on speaking, do not be silent, for I am with you and no one is going to attack and harm you because I have many people in this city. So Paul stayed in Corinth for a year and a half, teaching them the word of God. While Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews of Corinth made a united attack on Paul and brought him to the place of judgment. This man they charged, is persuading the people to worship God in ways contrary in the law. Just as Paul was about to speak, Gallio said to them, if you Jews were making a complaint about some misdemeanour or serious crime, it would be reasonable for me to listen to you. But since it involves questions about words and names and your own law, settle the matter yourselves i will not be judge of such things so he drove them off then the crowd there turned on sustains the synagogue leader and beat him in front of the proconsul and gallio showed no concern whatever paul stayed on in current for some time praise be the name of the lord for the reading of his word
1: You may now be seated. Good morning po sa lahat. Um, batiin mo ang iyong katabi. Magandang umaga. Tell them that you are glad to see them here in the church this morning. Okay, so it's so refreshing to sing praises to the Lord Using hymnals, hymns natin. No? Um, we seldom do that. And uh, we made it sure that we do that. We sing hymnals, uh, songs uh, during First Sunday or yung communion natin. Okay, so uh, I will show you something. Uh, Mira na na ipapakita sa inyo. Ayan. So, dito lang yan sa atin, alright? Um, Sometime in 2010, uh, nung 2010, yes, nagkasundo kami ng aking mga kaibigang mga mountain bikers na mag-bike mula sa may Hermosa Bataan, yung merong starjang, uh, tapos dadaan kami ng Sitio Nazareno, and then doon sa dadaan ng Barangay Mabiga, alam niyo Mabiga, no? doon sa kung saan tayo nag-fellowship dati, lalabas ng pastolan at magtatapos ng SBMA. Okay, so yung ruta. Adventure lang. Ang tawag namin sa mga ganitong adventure ay butasin, ang trail. So actually, marami na kami nagawang pagbubutas ng mga trail, but this one, sabi nga nila, is epic. This is one for the books. Kasi plano naming tapusin ng apat hanggang limang oras, magmula alasais ng umaga, para about 11 o'clock ng tanghali, tapos na kami. Pero ano mga kapatid? Yung limang oras na target naging maghapon na pajakan, naging maghapon na lakaran at gulungan sa talahiban at kabundukan. Merong isang picture pa diyan, please uh, show it to them. Ayan, okay? So nagkakagulung gulung na kami doon. Sa una, nagtatawanan pa kami lahat. Lahat kami ay nag-enjoy kasi yun yung adventure eh. Pero noong tanghali na, humapon. Dumating na yung hapon, wala na kaming imikan. Kasi walang baong pagkain, kaunti na lang yung tubig, yung isa namin kasama na walang pa ng isang bote ng Gatorade. So patay, paano na to? So gutom at uhaw. At that time hindi pa namin nakikita ang daan, yung Barangay Road na papuntang SBMA. So nasa kalagitnaan pa lang kami ng ilang. So brother Ray, ang Tagalog pala ng wilderness is ilang. Ayun, nakuha ko rin. So finally, dakong alas stress na ngapon, Narating namin ng Barangay Road ng Mabiga, lahat kami gutom at nauuuhaw na, wala man lang kami makitang tindahan o bahay na, na mahingan ng tubig o mabilhan ng tubig o pagkain. Tapos ngayon kami nakitang nag puno ng nyog, nahitik-nahitik na bunga, hitik-nahitik ng buko at nyog. Okay? So inisip namin at last makakain at makakainom na kami ng tubig. Kaso ang problema, walang marunong umakit sa amin. At wala kami dalang itak. So, nanjana ang lapit-lapit na, pero parang ang layo, parang you're so near and yet you're so far. Mabuti na lang, may dumaang isang magsasaka. Sabi ng isang kasama namin na ngayon na sa Australia, sabi niya, Anghel, hulog ng langit! Sabi na gano'n. So, inakit na magsasaka, sa madaling sabi, inagsat na magsasaka yung at kinuha yung mga buko. Marunong akong bumiyak ng buko, kaya sila lahat ay nagulat kasi alam, alam, akala din ako marunong <laughs> miktog. Pinagpahinga ako yung magsasaka, and then I broke down all the, all the yank, koko, yung buko, and then kumain kami lahat. So, gulat sila lahat. So, sila na rin, nagturo sa amin kung saan yung daan papunta doon sa tawag namin doon, yung sign na walang sign. So, pag <laughs> rating kasi namin doon, alam na namin na pastola na yan, pababa na kami. So it turned out na yung buong adventure namin sa araw na yun was 12 hours. Yung balak na five, 4 to 5 hours naging labing dalawang oras of trekking, pedaling, and walking 44 kilometers of pure trail adventure. Naiisip ko na yung mukha ng aking asawa kasi ang paalam ko apat na oras lang. Alam nila yun. Pero naging alas 12. Naging 12 hours. Actually, yung sign na walang sign na makikita nyo dyan ay siyang dating warning sign nung mga panahon ng mga kano kasi nasa boundary yan doon. Ngayon kasi ano na yun, solar farm. Kaya hindi na kami masyado nakakapunta jan. So, ang tanging posting na lang yung na at natitira ngayon jan. So, kaya ang tawag namin dyan, sign na walang sign. So, parang marker namin, no? So, na uh, minsan nakakatuwa, right? So, looking back, Napapailing na lang ako at minsan ay napapangiti kapag naalala ko yung hiyawan, nagsigawang kaming lahat nung nandun na kami sa golf course road sa may biniktikan kasi nakarating na rin kami sais na ng gabi. Gutom, pagod, pero enjoy. Pero alam ko pagdating ng bahay, nakasimangot na si Gina, nanonood siya sa ating kasama na yun. Okay? Alasais na ng gabi. So what a relief. You see, in adventures like that, importante talaga ang mapa because it gives you direction. Kapag walang mapa, pwede kang maligaw at hindi mo alam yung lugar, okay? At talagang maliligaw ka katulad nung nahanap at uh, tulad nung nangyari sa amin. Pero mahanap mo naman, pero matatagal lang ka nga. So, maps are really important and maps are important in understanding the book of Acts kasi ito yung series natin. So, let us trace the route of Paul from Philippi to Thessalonica, to Berea, to Athens, and now, nanduna sa sa Corinth. Narinig natin yung binasa kanina. And then, we might as well take a look at Corinth and what the city was during the time of Paul. Kasi it is best to do, to have maps, so that we can have at least a picture of what Corinth looks like and what's in it. Okay? So, ito yung mapa ng, ng ruta nila. Yung mapa, please. Ayan. Okay, So, alam natin no, na galing sila ng Antioch, nagpunta sila ng Troas, and then there was that vision. We went to Philippi, okay, sa Macedonia. Ang Philippi ay along sa Ignatian Way. So, from that, sinu- pinutahan nila pati yung Thessalonica along the Ignatian Way. Kaya lang, pagdating doon sa Ignatian Way, pagdating doon sa Thessalonica, nagkaroon ng riot. No? Nagkaroon sila ng problema doon. Kaya, nag-detour sila ng konti, nagpunta sila ng Berea. But after sa Berea, Sumunod yung mga manggugulot, makukulit doon sa Tisalunayka, kaya bumaba sila papunta ng Athens. Now, after Athens, they went to Corinth. Okay? So yung blue na yan, yan yung ruta ni Paul do sa second missionary journey. Okay? Corinth is a bustling city of 200,000 people. 80 kilometers south of Athens and it is the capital of the province of Achaia. Mayroon siyang dalawang malaking seaports for both commercial and uh, passenger ships. Yung isang port, yung isang pier nakaharap sa... Uh, please yung mapa uli. Please. Ayan, para makita. Yung isang pier is nandun sa Gulf of Corinth, harap ng Gulf of Corinth, and the other pier is doon sa harap ng Saronic Gulf. Okay? Think about Greek food. Sinong... Sinong gusto ng Greek food? Ako gustong-gusto gusto ko yung Greek food. Ang sarap ng Greek food. Sinong gusto-gusto yung Greek yogurt? Sarap ng Greek yogurt. Okay? So, Corinth was also known for it. Okay? So, historians say na yung, yung Corinth or yung government ng Corinth, they attempted many times to build a canal across the isthmus of Corinth para yung biyahe ng mga barko ay shortened. So noon pa palang panahon na yon, wala pa yung Panama Canal, wala pa yung Zeus Canal, nag na yung mga tao na mga shortened routes for ships. Kailangan hindi nangyari, no? Hindi nangyari during the time ni Paul, and it happened in 1830. So ang ginawa nila para mas mabilis yung travel, na gumawa sila ng portage, yung parang kariton, or sobrang laki ang kariton, para ikarga dun yung mga barko, para mag-shortcut na lang, and vice versa. Okay? Naalala ko yung vice versa nung maliit pa si Ezra, nagtanong sa akin san ba yung lugar na vice versa de? Kasi di ba sa jeep? From, anong tawag na? From oh na, uh, from dito na point, or from doon sa Santa Rita to magsaysay and vice versa. Saan yung vice versa? <laughs> Saan ba yung vice versa? Alam ba yung vice versa? <laughs> Alright, so tapos nung nandung kami sa Manila, may vice versa. So sinakitinan namin, nakita niya, merong Saan Malibay? Malibay pala. So, tignan English na English. Eh, diba? So, ganun. No? So, ganun ang ginawa nila. Gumawa sila ng karosa para kargahan ng mga barko. At alam nyo, kayo no, kayo mga tagarito alam na alam nyo kung anong meron kapag ka merong malalaking pier o merong malalaking... Diba? Alam niyo kung anong meron doon. Hindi ko na explain Alright? So, the canal was finally built in 1830 but dahil napakakitid nito, at yung mga modern ships ay hindi kayang dumaan doon, yung canal ay kinonvert na lang nila into a tourist attraction. So, yan, ganyan na siya. So, ngayon, nandiyan yan. It's still present, no? Across the isthmus of Corinth. Okay? So, you see, Corinth was known for its immorality and pagan worship. And many other worldviews and philosophies. Dahil dito sa Corinth, dito nakalagay o nandito yung templo ni Aphrodite. Aphrodite is the goddess of love and it is there in the city of Corinth and according to historians, it housed 1,000 prostitutes, isang libong prostitutes doon sa templo na yan ni Aphrodite. Ginagawa nila yung kanilang trade in the name of religion. No wonder Paul wrote Two letters, two lengthy letters to the church in Corinth. Plus, according to the mga historians or mga scholars, meron pang isang letter na nawawala, but that's another story. So, Corinth is one of the most important cities in the Roman Empire. The other one is Ephesus, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Corinth is also very important in the accounts of Dr. Luke because scholars were able to determine the exact years. When Paul started his ministry, because of the mention of the name Gallio, okay? Gallio is the proconsul or the governor of Achaia during that time. At alam nyo ba na si Gallio is the younger brother of the famous Greek philosopher Seneca. Kaya kung makikita nyo yung mga quotes about Seneca, Seneca, nakakanda ng kapatid yan ni Gallio, yung nang mention dito sa Bible. Kaya yung timeline na yan, nalaman kung ano yung mga taon na yun nasan si Paul. So now, more or less, when you read the Bible, especially when you read Corinthians, and we follow right now our message, you can have a picture of what Corinth is all about. Amen? That's why it's important no, when we read the Bible, and we have you know, ganitong guide. And it will be easier for us to read and understand the Bible where Paul is coming from his letters. So, let's go to the message. Paul left Athens without waiting for Timothy and Silas from Berea. We know that. Natagalan yung dalawa doon. We don't know what's the reason. So pagdating ni Paul sa current, naubusan nata siya ng pera o panggastos niya, kaya naisipan niya maghanap ng trabaho to support himself and to support his ministry. Habang naghahanap siya ng trabaho doon, he met a couple named Priscilla and Aquila. At galing lang sila ng Italy because the Jews were cast out from Rome Kasi ang kukulit talaga ng mga Jews, Because of religion, minsan nag aaway sila at nagkakaroon ng riot. So, again, when Paul arrived in Corinth, he was back to his normal self. Working on a weekdays and synagogue on a Saturdays. The reason was that for him to be able to preach the gospel, be the Jews and the Greeks, and persuade them, persuade them to believe. So pagdating ni Silas at ni Timothy, when they arrived from Macedonia, so Paul decided to concentrate on preaching the gospel or preaching the word. Perhaps si Silas sa kasitimuti Timothy, uh, mga Sunday school teachers, please listen. Perhaps si Silas sa kasitimuti Timothy was assigned to teaching kasi alam natin na magkaiba yung preaching sa Sunday school. Amen? Kaya yung mga bata, nandun sila lahat sa Sunday school. Yung Sunday school natin is yung ating life group. Kaya matin kayo ng life group kasi that's where we learn. Okay? Huwag nyong ipagbalong bahala yung... Uh, a Sunday school or the our life group because that's where I grew. I grew my Christian life, my spiritual life, attending Sunday schools. So, dumaan yung maraming mga sabado. The Jews and the Greeks started to oppose Paul and they became very abusive. So they started to ridicule and insult Paul. Probably they were calling calling Paul and belittling his newfound faith. Tara, nasan yun na bayon na somebody will belittle your faith. And that is what they did to Paul. Then finally, Paul had it, parang nagsawa na siya. So he gave up on them, and he went instead to the Gentiles. Ang sabi ni Luke, in Luke's chap- Luke and Acts chapter 18, verse 6, ang sabi niya, He shook out his clothes in protest and said to them, Your blood be on your heads, be your own heads. I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Alin nyo, ito yung pangalawang na ni Paul. Yung tungkol dun sa your blood be on your heads and I am innocent of it. He shook his head, he shook his t-shirts. The first time that he did this was with Barnabas, yung kanyang mentor when they were in presidian Antioch. So, iniwanan ni Paul ang sinagod, And then he met a Gentile named Tissues Justus namu yung Justus is the Greek name of Jesus okay so yung bahay ni Justus was just beside the synagogue pintuan ng synagogue sunod na pintuan bahay ni Justus bahay ni Titus Justus at the opportune time God gave Paul someone that would help him the house of Justus became the headquarters of Paul in his ministry it's right beside the synagogue Imagine that. Nagsawa si Paul dahil walang makikinig doon sa simbahan. Pumunta sa kabilang bahay kasi minamit niya siyang Gentile doon ang pangalan, Isaac, Tisius, Hurt, Justus. And that house became his headquarters when he was in his preaching headquarters when he was in Corinth. Don sa narinig natin, there were so many Corinthians that heard the message and they believed and they were baptized. In fact, since Katabilang siya ng synagogue, one synagogue leader, the name of Crispus, believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, and he and his whole family were baptized. I mean, no? Awesome! But I think the conversion of Crispus might have made, made the Corinthian Jews more hostile to Paul. Paul, oh, bakit ginawa mo? Ginawa mo yung leader namin. So lalo silang nagalit That sila. One day, they dragged him to the streets and brought him to Gallio, the governor of Achaia, and accused him of the same accusations that they made when they were in Philippi, they were in Thessalonica, and Berea. Verse 13 says, ito yung kanilang, kanilang accusation. This man, they charge, is persuading the people to worship God in ways contrary to the law hindi ito yung nakasanayan and he's teaching another viewpoint. Kaya minsan, pag nagsishare tayo dun sa mga nasanay nako anong kanilang buhay, mahirap. And this is what happened. This was what happened. But when Galio knew that the accusations or complaint they have against Paul ay dahil lang sa isang law na sabi nila ay dinisubey ni Paul, sabi niya, you settle that within yourselves. Hindi ako magiging judge ninyo kasi it's yours, kayo na bahala. So, they've got nothing from Gallio, they got nothing for the governor, so the Jews went wild, nag-wild, at pinagtuunan nila ng pansin yung bagong leader ng sinagog na ang pangalan ay si Sustenes. Malamang, si Sustenes ang nagpayo sa kanila na dalhin si Paul kay Gallio para litisin. Pero walang nangyari nung kaya nagalit sila. Malamang nagpapakitang gilas si Galio or si Sustenes to gain favor from the Jews, but it backfired on him. Telling us na you cannot really fight God. And if you are fighting God, this is what will happen. Right? Kita niyo na kung gaano kakulit. Kakulit ng mga taong to. At gaano kagulo. Malinaw naman, peaceful naman, pero since nakanti kanilang mga pride, I think, siguro dahil si Crispus na leader nila ay naging believer ni Christ, ginulo nila. Parang, anyway, nine days na lang mag-election na, gulo pa rin. You can relate that. So many makukulit today. Sana, ay hindi, walang makulit sa ABCC. Amen? Walang makulit dito, walang makulit. Okay. Walang nagkukulit doon sa kung ano nung mga pinagsasabi sa be careful of doing that, mga kapatid. That's our message last Sunday. okay So, habang binubugbog nila si Sustenes, nakikita ni Galio Pero si Galio, walang ginawa, pinabayaan niya lang at hindi siya nakialam. Alam niyo, mga kapatid, in the middle of all of this, Paul was already destroyed. He was already discouraged and he was already weak. Kaya nga hindi na hinintay si, si Silas at si Timothy sa Athens kasi from there, di ba? sa so, dami ng nakinig sa kanya ng mga matatalinong tao, few believe the message. So, may iisip natin na parang Paul is already weak and thinking about his long journeys by foot na nakapaah, siguro pag nagpa-spa si Baka nagpunta sa spa si Paul, aayawan siya ng mga manicurista. Alam niyo yung manicurista, nagtatanong kung magkano yung manicure tsaka pedicure. Tapos sabi ng manicurista, ang pedic- ang manicure po, 60 pesos, ang pedicure is 100. Sabi niya, o oh, sige, mo yung aking pa. <laughs> okay, anyway. Alright? So he decided, thinking about the long journeys by foot, the beatings, and the threats of death, and not to mention the hunger and thirst na kanyang nararamdaman, he came at the end of his ropes and he decided to quit. He decided to quit. But one night, one evening, one cool evening, while he was already resting from his work and ministry, the Lord visited him in a vision and told him, Do not be afraid. Keep on. Keep on speaking, do not be silent, for I am with you. And no one is going to attack and harm you because I have many people in this city. Yes. abah, Immoral. At pagan city ang, 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 ang current. Pero mayroon palang mga makadyos doon na nakatira. Kasi ang sabi ng Panginoon, I have many people here. But Paul was already very discouraged. But because of this, because of what the Lord told him, nanumbalik yung lakas ni Paul at hindi na niya alintana ang pressure ng ministry, ang presyo ng kanyang paghahanap buhay, at ang mga banta sa kanyang buhay. Sa puso't isipan ni Paul, Ah, the Lord is with me. Mga kapatid, what the Lord said, was more than enough for him to have confidence and assurance. Kaya when we are facing challenges in life, and we are almost at the end of our ropes, and we are almost about to quit, just keep on. And this is our message this morning. Yes, let us keep on. Kaya, sabiyamo mo yung katabi. Kapatid, keep on. Huwag kang susurrender. Keep on. Okay? What the Lord told Paul was enough for him to stay in Corinth for the next one and one-half years, and he founded the church there. I think this is the second longest that Paul stayed in one place. I think the, the longest that he stayed in one place was in Ephesus. He stayed for one and one-half years because he said, sa With the description that we have just heard about Corinth, I think Corinth is a city where starting a ministry would be very, very difficult. Yung bang nan na, you will start a ministry pero nakita mo ito yung situation ng Corinth ano city ng lugar you'll just say I, I don't wanna go here I'll just or somewhere there and but Paul kept on he went on he kept on now let us examine closely what he have in inco- you know, that. What we have heard and what we have just read this morning, we have encountered four types of people. Nung dumating si Paul dun, there were four types of people na, na, na ating mayikita sa current. And let's examine the verses that we have just read. And together, let us learn and be encouraged to keep on as witnesses of Christ. Okay, but for that, let's pray. Lord, salamat for this morning. Salamat Lord for who we are today. Worshipping you and offering, Lord, our times to really hear from you. And uh, as we sit down, Lord, as we sit down right now, Lord, at your feet, and we have heard and have a picture in our, mi- our minds, Lord, what Corinth is all about and what will Paul do in current and what types of people are we going to meet there. Are these people still present in our times today? Is this still applicable to us today. So, Lord, guide us and open up our hearts and as we sit down at your feet, speak to us and all of us, Lord, we listen to you. So, salamat. We give you back the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. So, as I've said, apat katao na meron doon but we will not be able to finish this so the next part of this message will be on next Sunday. Okay? So, the first type of the people, of the person or the people type, type of people that we have just met in the verses that we have learned, The tent makers. Verses 1 to 3. Unang tao o type ng tao na makikita natin doon, the tent makers. Okay. This is the first time that Luke mentioned the expertise of Paul working with letters, with other letter experts who became prominent in the book of Acts, in the person, yung magasawang asawang at Priscilla. Alin yung mga kapatid, Jewish tradition will say, will tell us that they train their children at an early age to learn a trade. So bata pa lang yung mga bata sa Jewish tradition nila, sa kanilang culture, ay tinuturuan na ang mga bata to learn a trade to prepare them for the future. Okay? So by training, Paul became an expert leather worker. Habang nag-i-study ako sa business ito mga kapatid, I was looking back at my being a father. And by the way, today is Mother's Month. Mag we'll celebrate tayo ng Mother's Day. And at the back of my mind, something is playing. When my kids were still small, have I trained them to prepare them to the future? So, young parents that are here, or those would-be parents that will become parents, think about this. Their culture will tell us that we've been preparing their children. For the future. So, Paul became an expert leather maker. Expert talaga siya because a tent maker during their time, they make tents for military applications. So, hindi to yung mga tent, nabasta ginagamit lang natin. Ngayon. This is tents, these are tents that are made of leather. So, mahirap yung gawin, because this is applied for military applications. Luke speci- specifically mentioned this to give emphasis that Paul earns his own money. To support himself and his ministry. And also, na ipaalam sa atin na yung secular work natin at yung spiritual life natin ay hindi pwedeng paghiwalayin. It cannot be separated. This is what Luke is telling us this morning. Making an emphasis of why Paul is working. Because Paul can just be asking for support. But he did not. He was working. He worked with Priscilla Aquila as a tent maker so that to emphasize to us that your work, my work, and our spiritual lives is inseparable. Hindi siya pwedeng paghiwalayin. You see, Paul does ministry while working at the same time. ministry si Paul while working at the same time. Paul is a witness while he, while he preach and while he makes tents. You see, at isa pa rito, while he worked and while he ministers, he uses his earnings to support himself and the community where he was in. He was supporting the community that we are in. Alam niyo sa kanyang farewell speech, mag-forward tayo, fast-forward tayo sa chapter 20 ng Acts. In his farewell speech to the Ephesians, he said these words. Acts chapter 20 verses 30 to 35, he said, I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you, mark that word, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord Jesus himself when he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. Wow. Tent Makers. And I he had the same message to the believers in Thessalonica. Ang sabi niya sa sa sulat niya sa mga believers in Thessalonica. He said, Surely you remember, brothers and sisters, our toil and hardship. We work night and day in order not to be a burden to anyone while we preach the gospel of God. To you. So Paul, while working and earning, was ministering so that he will not be a burden, telling us that our secular work and our spiritual lives is inseparable. It goes together. You work and you minister at the same time. Because Paul continued his work even if Silas and Timothy brought with them support money when they arrived in Corinth from Berea. Kaya pala natagalan si, si Silas at si Timothy don sa Berea at hindi nakasalud kagad kay Paul sa Athens because nagipun pata sila ng panggastos nila. We can find this detail in the letter of Paul in 2 Corinthians 11, chapter 11, verse 9, which says, And when I was with you, I needed something. And niro naman ang emphasis, no? I was not a burden to anyone. For the brothers who came from Macedonia supplied what I needed. I have kept kept myself from being a burden to you in any way. And I will continue to do so. So even if he has the support, Paul was still working. And at the same time, ministering. You see, the word... Tent Maker nowadays, Mahakapate, has become a common name for Christian missionaries who has full time jobs to support their daily needs and at the same time doing missions. I know some of them. One of whom is Pastor Roger Lasay in Japan. I had we had a an opportunity and a privilege to visit them sometime in 2019 prior to the pandemic. And he showed us yung kanilang naipundarduon na church. And they ministered to practically Filipino workers and Japanese people. And he said that he needs our prayer because it's really hard to do tent making, working at the same time doing missions because as sabi niya, my ministry is not just sitting in this church, but my ministry is also in my workplace. So mga kapatid, for those who have been working, for so long, think about this. This is the reality of our Christian life. We cannot separate. We cannot separate our, yung tinatawag natin, secular work. You see, the message of Acts says that we are ministers wherever we go. Wherever, whatever place that we want, we, we, we go, we are ministers when we work. Paul as a Christian is showing us today how important it is to be an example when it comes to work. My young people, listen to this because someday soon you'll be working on your own. But actually you are working today by your studies. And for those who are working today, listen. Because Paul is showing us how important it is to be an example when it comes to work. Sa kanyang pangalawang sulat, the Church America, he wrote, "For you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example. We were not idle when we were with you." Paul is telling us, Mahapatte, Now we have to be an example in the workplace, that we have to be an example in the schools. Mothers, that we have to be an example in home. Mahirap na nagtatrabaho tayo wherever we go and we hear a lot of words. Paul was not complaining. Pero kadalasan ang nagagawa natin, mga kapatid, we complain. Especially if the kids yung mga malalaki na si, uutusan akahapon kahapon meron kaming balitaktakan doon sa aming uh, ano ni Dr. Averil Aragon na ko lang na yung aking nakabatang kapatid pag inuutusan na siya ng aking nanay sabi niya si Manoy naman kasi Manoy tawag na sa akin Manoy is kuya Manoy is bisaya for kuya si Manoy naman pero wala naman sa ginagawa nakaupo lang. so something like that we always do that but Paul is telling us you ought to follow our example. We were not idle. We were with you and we were with you. And mga kapatid, niyo, malamang sa akin, dante naman ako, but idle ako. Didn't you know that even in the workplace you can be idle? Didn't you know that for the eight hours that you're there, you can be idle? And beware. When you're idle and you're doing nothing in your work, it's payroll padding. Because you're being paid for the whole, the whole day. Amen? So we have to remember that the God that we serve, He instituted work and it is very important to Him. Alam niyo ba yon? Na siya ang, quote-unquote, nag-imbento ng work, nang trabaho? Let's go back to where it all started in Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take take care of it. You see, work has been there from the very beginning. And it is not surprising that the original word for work is about worship. Then you know the original word of the word that is being used here in the Bible, ang ibig sabihin in the Greek word or yung Hebrew word was worship. So in return, and in essence, Adam worshiped God as he, as he took care of the garden and doing the work that he was commanded to do. He was worshiping while working. You see mga kapatid, I am praying that one of these days we can have a series about the importance of work. Dedicated just about work because there are so many principles, biblical import, important biblical principles that we can learn about work. Kasi minsan, pinagwawalang bahala natin yung trabaho na meron tayo. Alam nyo, marami akong experience na ganyan. Noong nag-a-apply pa lang, kahit ano po, basta mapasok lang ko sa trabaho. Pero pag nasa trabaho na, start ng Complain. Start ng malate. Uh, ang pasok is eight o'clock. Darating ng eight o one. Hindi pa nakakaupo Nandun na sa CR. Samang babae nagli lipstick. You see, this, these are habits that we don't know. When you are told to work starting at eight o'clock, work at eight o'clock. Dapat iklok tandong ka na. Alam to ng mga providers ng mga. May, dito sila ni Sister K. Hindi sila pwedeng malate. Pag nakikita ko yung post niya, sa ko, grabe yung busy. Because time is an essence. And work is like that. You see, our attitude and behavior towards work says a lot about ourselves. Mabuti na lang walang ganyan sa ABCC. Amen? Amen. Amen. Kasi yung hindi nag-amen, malamang idle. Kasi you can be idle at work. Yeah. But when I say work, I am not just talking about work in the office or work in the field or work in the call center. I am also talking about school, the home. Mothers, yeah, mga young people, hayaan. Alam niyo ngayon na nagsusolo ako sa bahay. For 3 months, I'm doing everything from cleaning to cooking my own food and sometimes to laundry my own Nak enjoy pala. Sabi ni Gina sa akin, malamang baka paguwikot, princess na ako. Hindi, oh. <laughs> Pero enjoy. But you know what? Because I was trained when I was young. I was trained about work in the house, work in the home. So that's why it's not new to me. And it's so enjoyable cooking your own food. By the way, before I came here in the church this morning. I cooked my lunch already so that when I pag-uwi ko, may makain na ako. Magastos um, kumain sa labas. Ako lang naman mag-isa. Right? Let us be reminded that whenever you go in any place that we render work, remember and be reminded what Paul said about work in his letter to the Colossian believers. Colossians 3:23 23-24. Remember this, mga kapatid. Read this with me. Paul said, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Does this ring a bell to you? Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. You see, yung trabaho natin mga kapatid? Our work, every work that we do is our form of worship to the Lord every day. That's a minimum of eight hours a day. No other form of worship is longer than our work. Imagine that. So let us make, always make it worth our while. And put it in our hearts that we are not serving earthly masters, but we are serving our Lord Jesus Christ. Whenever you are at the office, you are at the field, You are in everywhere. You are at the home. You're not serving your family. You're serving the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to bow down your heads with me and pray that the Lord will open the eyes of our hearts and see Him in the light of our work. See Him in the light of your studies. See Him in the light while we are at home or wherever you are. Ipinakita ni Paul sa atin this morning that work and ministry comes together in the life of a Christian. It is inseparable. Hindi pwedeng paghiwalayin. What must we do? How should we behave in the workplace? How should we behave in school? How should we behave in the home as we do our daily chores? What biblical principles should we learn and remember so that our work and accomplishments will become a loud witness as a Christian just like Paul? Oh Lord, open the eyes of our hearts. We want to see you in the light of our daily grind to honor you and glorify you and to bring people at the feet of your son Jesus, our Lord.
2: Of my heart lord open the eyes of my heart i want to see you i want to see you. open the eyes of my heart lord open the eyes I want to see
1: you. I want to see you, Lord.
2: I want. God
1: Lord, we sing songs like this every Sunday, songs of worship, songs of adoration. Why well, you have reminded us this morning that our worship and our adoration doesn't stop on Sundays, it continues on. And on and on and on, and we keep on worshiping you every day of our lives. Every day, Lord, that we work, everyday Lord na sa aming bahay. everyday Lord, that we go to the schools, wherever we go, construction sites, in the field, in the call centers, and offices collection booths. While we work, we worship you. And we've just sung, Lord, open the, the eyes of our hearts to see you Lord, in our work. This is our witness. This is what separates us from the rest. This is what makes us unique. This is what makes us the follower of your Son, Jesus Christ. Can we call ourselves, Lord, as tent makers today? Yes. We work and we minister at the same time. Because this is our purpose. Our lives is not just about work. Our lives are just about pleasure. Our lives is about Worship, our life is about being a witness. Buhay, Lord, na mga saksi. And our work, our behavior on a daily basis is what makes us unique. Yes. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord. We want to see you. We want to see you. In first Corinthians chapter 11 verse 27 to 28 Paul was instructing the Corinthian believers again picture what Corinth is all about they were having this attitude of so being so competitive so being and then that's why Paul mentioned to them about we are we are composed of many parts But then every time that they gather together, especially for the communion that we're going to celebrate today, they left other people hungry and thirsty because during their time when they celebrate communion, it's a feast. So Paul give them instructions to open up the the eyes of their hearts and he said in verse 27 so then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the lord brothers and sisters the phrase in an unworthy manner could refer in general to harboring unconfessed sin while participating in the lord's supper our confession of sin is a beneficial practice to prepare one's heart for worship in fact verse 28 will tell us that we have to examine ourselves before we partake of the communion Paul said father everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup so as you bow down your heads today think about the message that you have just heard think about what the Lord is talking to your hearts today and together let us ask for forgiveness let us make ourselves worthy to partake of these elements Lord forgive us we have just a song Lord open the eyes of our hearts yes open it right now father And help us examine ourselves are we worthy but lord we have accepted the lord jesus christ as our lord and savior and if we confess lord that he is our lord we are saved but here we are as a congregation we ask you father to cleanse us lord and make us worthy this morning to partake of these elements and I pray, Lord, that you will bless these elements as the symbol, Lord, of your body that you sacrificed in the cross of Calvary. And this cup is a symbol of your blood that spilled over, Lord, in, 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 the, in, in Calvary for the cleansing of our sins. We remember, Lord, your sacrifice today. And as we prepare ourselves, Lord, to partake of the communion, may our hearts, Lord, be filled of worship. May our hearts, Lord, be filled of praises. May our hearts, Lord, be filled of forgiveness. May our heart, Lord, be filled with joy. Just continue to pray, brothers and sisters, as we come to you and distribute the elements. would like all those holding the elements to please stand up. On the night that he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread, he sold on your bread with you and praised it like this. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us all partake with the bread. Take hold of your cups. In the same manner, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. That's all. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. Mga kapatid, at this point, I am led by the Lord to pray for healing. So kung meron po kayong naiisip ngayon na nangangilangan ng prayer for healing, mention their names. Because by the wounds of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are all healed. Healed from our sickness, healed from our emotional stress, healed from our anxiety, and healed from every sicknesses that we have. I remember cousin Irene. I also remember si Sister Delia. Right this very moment, I remember the wife of Brother Gilbert, yung grand brother ni Sister Delia. Yung kanyang asawa ay mayroong sakit. And we visited her one time and we prayed for her. We also pray for complete restoration kay Sister Susan Rosel because I remembered that this year marks yung kanyang ikalimang taon after she was diagnosed and stricken with cancer. And after this, the doctor says she'll be good. Just like my wife, Gina, has been cancer-free for the last 30 years or so because of prayer. So this morning, pray for them. Let's pray for Nathan, ang apo ni Pastor Mel. I'm praying for my colleagues at work. Engineer John Felix was just, I pray for them. Lord, this morning, we pray, Lord, for healing. We pray, Lord, for your touch, for miraculous touch, Lord, for these people that we have just heard. I mentioned, Father, and I think there's a lot of other people, Lord, that is in the back of our minds and we are remembering them today. We pray, Father, that you will extend your powerful hands to them. Touch them, Lord, from the tips of their hair up to the tips of their toes. And let your power flow and cleanse them of the disease and heal them. Touch their hearts. If there is still unforgiveness in those hearts, Lord, I pray this morning, let the power of your resurrection flow from their bodies. If there is hate, if there is insults, if there is anything, Lord, that we do, forgive us, heal us, Lord, from this behavior. Lord, we remember what you have, what you did, Lord, in the cross of Calvary. Your death, your resurrection, gives us life. A new life. Buhay na bago. Buhay na hindi katulad nung dati. Buhay na mayroong pag-asa. Buhay na in any situation whenever we are discouraged whenever we are stressed out we can say to ourselves we can keep on yes this is just symbols lord of what you did for us two thousand years ago but it remain alive in our lives today salamat lord for the ministry of healing Salamat, Lord, for the ministry of the Word. Salamat, Lord, for the ministry of songs. Salamat, Lord, for your ministry, for comforting us, all of us here present in the church, and for you who are worshiping with us online. May the Lord's healing be with you. May the Lord's healing be with you. This is our prayer in Jesus' name, and everybody will say, Amen, and uh, Amen. You may now be seated.
0: As it is written in Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven, and pour out so much blessing, that there will not be room enough to store it. And at this time around, we invite everyone to give our tithes and offering. Uh, and for those who are worshiping with us online, you can still support and give your tithes and offering by a bank transfer um, into our union bank account. Our account name is Alliance Bible Christian Church and account number is 001010011240. And para po sa ating mga nandito sa church, um, you can give your tithes and offering dito po sa harapan. Invite everyone po to stand up and let us sing the dog And good morning po ulit sa ating lahat. Good morning. Po. Energy check lang po, are we blessed today? Can I hear an amen for that? Yeah. So po, are we blessed today? Umina. So yun po, um, good morning and also for those who are worshiping with us online, um, good morning po sa inyo and make yourself known po. Um please comment down um we are blessed the para po makita namin kayo and we can interact with you po. And for announcement po for today, ayun po um, patuloy pa rin po ang ating um, uh, live stream worship every um 9 a.m in the morning for those po na hindi po makapagsimba or makapunta sa ating Panamban um, panambaan um ayun po nagle-live stream po tayo sa ating Facebook uh, page and also sa ating YouTube. And also we would like to greet a happy happy birthday sa ating celebrants for this week, and po si Kuya John Daniel Sanchez on May 3, and si Eliel Renz Puno on May 4. Wag po natin kalimutan na mag sa kanila ng private message sa kaarawan. And for other announcement po, um, I would like to call Pastor Dante Poliascas.
1: eh neto mga young people na to pan when they're calling me pastor so pastor ka ngayon because i i i like it more than they call me originally kuno yung tawag nila sa akin before they call me tito and i love that it's more endearing pag pastor kasi parang masyadong formal and uh, parang hindi ako sanay okay kaya kayo brother pa rin okay brother pa rin okay so good morning sa lahat uh, meron po tayong mga bisita sa umagang ito kasama po natin si Si Bader Rufo, siya brother uh, sister Elma, uh Mendoza, uh, mga member din sila nang Kamakop nang Alliance, uh, doon sila nakatira sa Mayminda nga, no, doon sa baba lang nang gate ng Morong, gate ng Isbeme, So kasama, matagal na daw nilang hinahanap. At uh, mga kapatid, thank god na nahanap niyo finally. Okay? <laughs> so you're welcome. So you're welcome. Uh, kasama din natin ang nanay ni Sister Grace Nandito sila, galing pa ng Bicol uh, Ano bang greeting sa Bicol? Iwag uh, okay, na lang, mamaya paturo ako okay? si, uh, si Mama, Nanay Ligaya Son Ayan, so welcome po, welcome We're glad that you're here uh, Of course, nandito rin si Honoria Son Sasutana Kapatid mo, Sister Grace? Oh, Kapatid ni Sister Grace Full force ang mga son ngayon, kasi si Mary Joanna nandito yun, si Mark Lawrence nandito yun, at si Cedric do sila sa likod. Okay, so welcome, welcome. And kasamad natin si Andrew Eclarin, Andrew where you are? Ah, yun. At yung kanyang wife na sila Arnie. All right, um, sister-in-law ni sis Joppen, presidente ng zone ng women. Ah, okay. Go Okay. By the way, they will be here on May 7, so pray for that. Because our church will be the host of the uh, monthly uh, pastors' um, fellowship, and uh, sa amin, sa lahat na mga pastors, this is the time that they will be able to uh, meet each other and be strengthened and uh, to have that fellowship. Hindi talaga siya meeting, but it's a fellowship. So let's pray. Non, uh, we'll be able to minister to them while, uh, while they're here because we'll be hosting them, and uh, that will be on May 7. And of course, Sang Simti wong yung kay lilitutan. Pag kapwed na tayo mag face-to-face meeting last next Sunday, pero kung makarting siyempre ni Pastor Berkong hindi de mag-online parin tayo. Na mag-online? No? Anyway, let's talk about that. You know, in our group chat. And um, yeah, so pray. Last Sunday, I requested that to pray for us. Parang merong iba Ano nangyayari It's just so happened that the whole week was just so busy that I was scrambling to a lot of things and I think I need strength. You see, it's really hard to be a tent maker, to be working in a full-time ministry. I mean, it's, it's not easy. But with your prayers, and as the Lord said, keep on. Amen. Keep on. So can can we say that keep on? Yeah, yeah. So of, of and also let's continue to pray for our associate pastor and our youth pastor. Na tayo sa, ating, uh, sa district and we're praying for that. In fact, meron akong isang na nasa puso ko talaga yan and I hope that he's watching. Right? Let's pray that the Lord will. I'm 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 looking at you. Yeah. So I'm looking at you. Yes. So uh, let's pray that the Lord will, you know, lead uh, someone that is really for us here to be our associate and youth pastor. Because it's getting bigger. I'm surprised. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. i so so Let's all stand up. <laughs> let's all sign up and uh, I want to invite Jabez to come over and uh, play a song right, as we pray and of course Timothy and the whole and worship team to come over. Right? And uh, Okay, let's bow down our heads. And my prayer, mga kapatid, is that we were reminded today, a very, very important um, principle that all of us should live by. At bauni natin yan as we face another week tomorrow, today, that we'll be empowered. That the grace and the mercy and the life of the Lord Jesus Christ will be seen in us. That's the duty of the church. You are, we are the scattered church after we worship every Sunday. This is a communal church. We come here every Sunday to strengthen one another. And after the worship service, when we go, we go to our respective places and wherever you go, we become a scattered church. So we bring the name of the Lord Jesus Christ with us. So Lord, salamat for your message. Salamat Lord for strengthening us today. Indeed Lord, your words is really not just inspiring, but it gives us strength it convicts our hearts and it goes to the deepest recesses of our hearts, Lord. And, and, open, up, and open it up, O oh Lord, and it's like it's doing a surgery in our hearts to make us realize, Lord, na, there are a lot of things that we have to do. And one thing, Lord, that we have just realized is that We have nothing to prove because we have Christ in our hearts. But we have everything to improve because Christ is in our hearts. So Lord, bless us. Make us a blessing as we look for another week. And keep us all healthy. Alam namin, Lord, na today there's that certain sense of freedom but we know, Father, that the disease is still there. The virus is still there. At pinagpipray namin na hindi na lalaganap uli, so that we can continue on with our worship like this. Because nothing beats a face-to-face worship where we look forward every Sunday to wake up and prepare ourselves and go to the church and meet with one another, meet with the brethren, meet with the brothers and the sisters and strengthen one another. This is the life of the church. So Lord, we will bring the church outside now as we depart from this place. So may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love and peace of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, and everybody will say, Amen and Amen. Palakpakan natin ang ating Panginoon. Tapos na yung ating panambahan. Remember, we are sent in every situation and in every circumstance. God bless ang lahat. More power sa inyo. God bless.
2: May magbatian, po tayo. Mahal na mahal kita, Panginoon Mahal na mahal kita, Panginoon Kailanman di kita'y pagpapalit Pagkat sa piling mo'y langit Mahal na mahal kita, i Sa piling mo'y langit Mahal na mahal niyo